1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: If you grew up in Metro Detroit during the 1980s and 90s, there was a place that was a symbol for fun. Major magics.
3: The funny thing is, is if we have younger people here, sometimes they think it's Captain Crunch because they don't know who Major Magic is. But you can definitely tell the divide of an age. But when people do come and they actually see Major Magic, they get really excited.
2: What was it about the animatronic band leader and his friends that had such a nostalgic grip on many of us? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. What if I gave you the name Sergeant Pepperoni or Barbara String Band? Do those mean anything to you? Maybe not. But what if I told you the sergeant is a walrus and Barbara is a fox? They are, of course, part of Major Magic's All-Star Pizza Review. That's an animatronic band that anchored the entertainment of Major Magic's pizza. Major Magic's was part pizzeria, part arcade, and part concert. So I went in search of my childhood memories. Well... This is what I was looking for, 35615 Gratiot. This is where the original Major Magix was. I'm in Clinton Township, and as you walk up, the sign says, Yo-Yo's Fun Center. It's sad though, like I'm standing here staring at this desolate parking lot and these dusty windows and broken games inside. When I was a kid, coming here, being in this parking lot, You would have been so excited. You couldn't wait to run inside. Maybe it was just a weekend. Maybe it was your birthday. Maybe it was somebody else's birthday. But as a kid, growing up in Macomb County, it didn't get more exciting than Major Magics. The Major Magics where I stood closed in the early 2000s. The rest were done within the next decade. And here's the thing. Major Magics was not unique. Showbiz Pizza, Chuck E. Cheese... Even the Mike Illich-owned Caesarland was a thing. In fact, it was a story about Chuck E. Cheese taking out all of their animatronics that prompted this story. So why did Major Magic's stick out?
3: I always remember going to the one on Gratiot. It was at 15 Mile next to the Star Theater there. But there were several locations.
2: What do you think made it so special? I mean, when you tell somebody from Macomb County, you say those two words, and people's eyes light up. And there are Chuck E. Cheese all over the country, and there are other ones that are like
3: Chuck E. Cheese. But there was just something about this, and maybe it was because it was ours. I'm not sure, though. It definitely was a Detroit thing. I mean, it was based in the metro Detroit area, and it just seems like something we kind of owned. We had, like, our own little playground there. I mean, if you remember, they had, like, the little kind of jail thing with, like, the hippopotamus I think it was just, like, our own little, you know, local thing. At that time, you know, Chuck E. Cheese was changing, and I still think Major Magics was still holding on to that same core format. When we were talking earlier, this, this was kind of a, I don't know if it was a fad,
2: but between Chuck E. Cheese's, uh, Major Magics, and then you mentioned Caesar Land. In, in the 80s and 90s, and even into the 70s, this was, it was a thing.
3: Yes, yeah, so it was definitely a thing. Kind of, I would say it started with Disneyland oh. when they were making all the animatronics, and it kind of went out from there.
2: That voice right there belongs to Mike Bradley. I was sitting with Mike in New Baltimore at Premier Lanes. Inside of Premier Lanes is Sparks Pinball Museum, which Mike owns. And the reason I'm talking to Mike is that he was part of the short-lived Major Magics revival in 2020. It opened about a week before COVID shut the world down, and it was a struggle from there. How did you get into all this? I mean, pinball machines are super collectible. I know some people that have one or two. You've got, I don't know, there's probably 30 or 40 in here.
3: There's about uh, 60 in this room right now, so I have about 100 altogether. When I was a kid, I used to go to a place called Pampa Lanes, and they had pinball there, and I got to play my first pinball, which was Funhouse, and that got me all started. And That was probably in the early 90s, maybe even the late 80s.
2: How did you get involved in the reboot?
3: They had the sign for sale and so I acquired on that. And I met the guy named Dennis and he's the one that actually had the last show. So he actually went to the Ohio location when they closed and bought the actual show and restored it all. Our part was the games. We tried to make it a lot of pinball and we had some uh, ticket games. We were trying to bring some of that feeling back. We had some retro arcade games as well.
2: Mike's connection goes beyond just being part of the revival. When you walk into Sparks, you see a variety of Major Magic's material on the walls, including multiple original Major Magic costumes. How did you end up with the stuff that you have now? Because, I mean, it did reboot, but the reboot didn't last, and you've got some pretty consequential pieces from the original.
3: Well, when they closed, they were kind of liquidating, and they liquidated actual the show as well. We weren't able to acquire that, but they had some of these pieces since we worked together that they saved for me to display. They wanted it to be put back on display.
2: Do you know where the, where the show went? Do you know who has it?
3: I really wish I did know. I didn't know who actually got it in the end. It was really disappointing. I heard that they actually cut the lines. They didn't actually look how to wire it all back up. What would you have
2: done with it? This space, I mean, I guess you could put it in here. Or would you just have had it to have it?
3: My buddy Jeremy, he was actually going to try to open a place in Detroit, I believe, at one time as well. So there's a whole bunch of different ideas we had. He was going to try to maybe update some of the robots as well, but. Um, yeah, it's, it was just a thing trying to preserve it and try to acquire it first and then think of how to actually utilize it later just to make sure it was secure.
2: Major Magics was a bit more involved than I thought. The original entertainment director for Major Magics was Dennis Tomich, a former drummer for the MC5, but even the attention to detail like that could not keep the magic alive. Well, I think that sometimes people don't realize we claim it as a Macomb County thing, but it became a much bigger thing than that. And I think, in fact, in Ohio and beyond.
3: Yeah, it was actually in Pennsylvania and New York. So there was several locations. It's just you know, tastes change, and kids' tastes you know change as well. And you know, a lot of video games, you know, and phones kind of change the way we live and do stuff today. I blame trampoline parks. Yeah, that too as well. You know, a lot of things that was like, you know, laser tag and stuff came around and stuff and kind of changed taste. I feel that was the era when things started. You know, leaps and bounds. Right by Lakeside Mall. Yeah, that was was owned by uh, McDonald's.
2: I thought about what Mike said and about how things change as I stood at the original Major Magic's location. I think the building in its current state is proof of that. An attempt was made, but the desire didn't match. As you look inside, there are still games in there. It looks like there was a building permit that was issued eleven one twenty two that expires eleven one twenty-three. This is expired. But I think something's going on in there. I can't really tell, but there are lights on. Not only are the lights on like surrounding the windows, but like the LED lights inside are on and flashing. There's a help wanted sign in the window. I can see that people were doing something, but I don't think they finished what they were doing. As I peer through the window, it almost looks like they were going to do something, started doing something, and then stopped. I was actually hoping, if we're being honest, that when I came up to the window I would see somebody inside working.
1: Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: The preservation of history is so important. And not all history has to be about wars or politics or whatever. They can be those things, but it can also be much more lighthearted. That's why I'm so glad Mike kept the pieces that he did. Because this is my history. How do people react when they come in here and see the stuff that you have on the wall, right? I mean, maybe the younger kids don't, but people my age, I mean, like, you saw me when I walked in, I beelined right to the corner.
3: Yes, you did. Um, The funny thing is, is if we have younger people here, sometimes they think it's Captain Crunch because they don't know who Major Magic is. But you can definitely tell the divide of an age. But, you know, when people do come and they actually see Major Magic, they get really excited. I remember when we were opening up the Major Magic, and I actually acquired this head before they opened up. We actually stuck it in the window and people were just driving around that building and looking at it, and I was told to take it out of the window because they thought somebody was going to break the window and steal it. (laughs) That big of a deal? Yeah. When Major Magics was open on Grossbeck, when they did the reboot, there was people coming from Ohio. And I would assume it would take a lot to get it out of your hands, right? Oh, yeah. I don't want this to end up in somebody's basement. That's why we put it here at Sparks. We want them to be seen. Anybody could put them in their basement for their, you know, display of their own home arcade or just their own man cave. We just want to have them on display here.
2: When Mike was talking about how things change, it hit me hard. It's not like I'm not aware of that, but sometimes we fight change so hard. We fight to stay comfortable. But if time freezes, how will anybody else make a new memory? As I walk around this building, the whole strip mall, like I said, for the most part is vacant. But if we go back to the late 80s and 90s when I was a kid, this movie theater next door would have been bumping. Major magics would have been bumping. But things change. You can stream movies at home now. You don't have to go anywhere. And the animatronics that were so exciting for us as kids, you know, my son thinks that's creepy. He wants to go to a trampoline park. Often adults, we want to capture and keep the essence of our childhood. And that's obvious, of course we do, fond memories. But you gotta let kids make their own. So as much as I'd love to see Major Magics come back, maybe it's better left alone. Today's big thanks go out to Mike Bradley for his hospitality. Check out WWJnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.